Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful and beautiful Tuesday morning. And uh, trust everybody slept well last night. I know I had a rough night as always, and uh, it is uh, <clears throat> makes it for a tough day. I am sorry for. Uh, good morning, Jesse. I um, uh, apologize for the late uh, devotion this morning. I didn't oversleep, nothing like that, but uh, just a lot of things just going crazy here uh, this morning, so it kind of pushed me off my um, time. And with that said, <clears throat> I'm going to have to try to make a decision whether now that uh, the school year started and uh, my wife's going back to work and it's making it difficult to uh, uh, to stay in line with my regular routine, so I'm going to have to either do the devotions a whole lot earlier or later. So um, uh, just let me know in the comments uh, which you would prefer, uh, which would be easier on you guys, but it's either going to be like at 6.30 in the morning uh, or at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. So uh, I don't know which would be better and easier for, you, for those of you watching out there, but I am going to have to uh, change this uh, devotional time. And, and quite frankly, uh, before uh, all this happened with COVID and and when the you know, when schools were still in session, I was doing them a lot earlier. So um, I may have to go back to that uh, uh, routine again. So I sincerely apologize. In fact, I was getting um, a text this morning saying, uh, "Where are you at?" <laughs> so so running behind. But uh, but I, I'm leaning towards an earlier time. But just let me know what you all think. But uh, as always, you know, I always like to discuss a little bit current events, and um, I know Fox News, uh, I can't remember the, the analyst, uh, his name, and he, uh, on there, but he was going around New York asking people what they thought about Joe Biden, and of course they're very liberal, you know, want to know what, 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 what is his big accomplishment, uh, what has he done uh, while he's uh, been in office, and nobody could really give a straight answer, of course his most people said, well, he's, he, he was Obama's uh, vice president and sidekick, or now he's very kind. I mean, they couldn't, have, they couldn't give a, a straight answer on this stuff. And, you know, it's just, the man is, uh, uh, you know, is to be pitied. I mean, he, he's clearly uh, fighting senility, and uh, uh, it's sad uh, what they're in. Like I said, it's, it, we all know it's not Biden we're electing. It's whoever he's picking as his vice president. That's who's going to be. Biden's just going to be a puppet, uh, just a name only. Uh, the pres I mean, the what's really going to be leading our country is that vice president, Nancy Pelosi. So again, it's it's a it's a battle between good and evil. Come November, that's what we're looking at. So, you know, and the, you know, it still amazes me uh, the uh, fact that uh, people burning Bibles. I just Blows my mind. I mean, you, and in fact, uh, Dinesh D'Souza had a video, and I shared it, uh, showing the book burnings in Nazi Germany, and then and then underneath it was the video of the uh, Bibles and the books being burned in Portland. And, um, you know, that, that is just pure evil uh, to want to burn God's Word uh, like that. And uh, I think it just shows uh, uh, the state uh, of affairs that our, our nation is in right now. Uh, as a result of, of the lack of God in home, in school, and in people's lives, that they have that much disrespect for God's word. I, I did like um, what the African-American man said on uh, Fox. He said, talk about Black Lives Matter, said uh, there's no way that any uh, uh, blacks were involved in that because they said every black mama out there would have whooped their behinds if uh, <laughs> they found that they were disagreeing God's word. You know, so I thought it was kind of funny. But... Um, 
It's sad. I mean, it's sad. And, I, and I'm afraid it's going to get worse before it gets better. I really do. So my Christian brothers and sisters in Christ, I hope that you are prepared and ready. And we want to may have to give a strong defense for our faith. Uh, don't be surprised these things coming down. It's, it's not looking good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. Let us stand. Take off uh, your hat. Place your hand over your heart. And let's say this. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise the Lord for this wonderful, wonderful country that uh, we are allowed to live in and be a part of. I praise God for that, uh, that we were, I was born in this great nation. Well, let's uh, look at our Bible verse uh, this morning. If you have your Bibles handy, uh, we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 14. So if you have your Bibles handy, uh, get those out. If not, I'll bring it up so you can read along. All right. Ephesians 1, verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, unto the redemption of the purchased possession, and to the praise of his glory. And like I always say, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts, or at least I always say my pappy always says. So. Well, you know, I don't know how many people are familiar with John Bunyan. In fact, in... Uh, in England, uh, there was, I don't know if it's still there or not, there was a huge, huge statue. Now, I've never seen it physically. I need to ask Dad where he done his postdoctoral studies there in England. If he ever saw that, he may have, and uh, may have told me, and I've forgotten. But uh, from what I understand, there was a, a huge, huge statue dedicated to John Bunyan. And, um, you know, he uh, uh, was trying to preach, and which landed him in jail. And because he was not state sanctioned and licensed, he was not. They put him in jail for several years, and I found that very interesting. Uh, that um, uh, because he had to preach from a certain book, he had to have a state licensure. He had to, you know, in order to preach God's word. And you know, when I was re reading that, uh, I couldn't help but think about today's world. You know, is that where we're headed? Is the state going to try to tell us as pastors what we have to preach? That we have to jump through certain hoops and uh, and do certain things and, uh, and and try to use their version of a Bible or a book uh, to uh, that they believe is uh, more is moral uh, from the pulpit. Now, as a Christian, as a pastor, no one's going to tell me what to preach. I'm just telling you right now. You put me in jail if you have to, but I, I'm going to preach God's holy word. From beginning to end, I will try my best to preach that truth in love. Uh, you know, the cross is offensive. People are going to get offended. That's part of it, you know. Uh, and, and so there are, uh, compared to cultural standards, uh, it is not, uh, you know, people look at it as hate-filled and bigoted and, and you know, you, you know the you know the mantra. And so with them burning Bibles is indicative of where this stuff is headed. You know, I told you from the very beginning, this whole tearing down of statues is 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 just you know is beyond that okay is ignorant people out there who do not know our nation's history 
tearing down these statues and the 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 the, the gall to compare it to Nazi Germany is just unbelievably asinine. I mean, it's not even close to the same thing. But anyway, I don't want to give you all the history lesson. It just takes me off. But my point is, uh, the burning of the Bibles, I'm just showing the the transition of where this is heading. That's what I told you all this before. They're going to come after pastors. They're going to come after churches because they want they don't want to hear anything that's going to make them think. They don't want to hear a different viewpoint. They don't want to hear anything that's going to make them think um, unless you're the only tolerance is only tolerance for certain people. You know, it's not for anybody else who opposes what they believe and their sensibilities. And so as a pastor, I'm going to stand up in that pulpit and I'm going to preach the whole gospel. I'm going to preach God's word. And I don't care who locks it. I don't care who gets offended. I don't care. That's, that's all on them. All I can do is preach God's word, and it's up to you to accept it or reject it. Now, I want to be kind. I want to be loving. I don't want to uh, be nasty or mean or beat anybody up with the family Bible. I, that's, that's not the point. I don't, I don't want to do that. But I want to stand on its truths, and I want to stand for what is right. But when we get we're looking at John Bunyan, you know, and that's why he was put in jail for several years. And when he was in jail, uh, he wrote the book Pilgrim's Progress. In fact, outside of the Bible, that was one of the largest uh, selling books uh, is uh, Pilgrim's Progress that John Bunyan wrote. And um, in that book, uh, he uh, uh, discusses uh, an individual called Christian, which is representative of all of us. And um, he is wanting to flee the city of destruction. And he runs across uh, evangelist who points in the way in the right direction. Now, he has this heavy backpack, this burden on his shoulders. And it, it shows him navigating his way. Sometimes he lost his way. Sometimes he found his way back. He ran into uh, Vanity Fair or he ran into uh, uh, the um, uh, sloth of despondence or, you know, and it, sometimes he, he got a little confused and messed up. You know, that's just so indicative uh, of ourselves uh, who, um, it's easy to lose our way sometimes. You know, yesterday I was going to spend a little time with my son. I was trying to uh, help him uh, uh, at the car dealership. He's trying to get him a car. And I really enjoyed that time with my son. And, and he was talking about it, his job and talking about how uh, this individual uh, there is really nasty and just not a friendly person to work with. And I said, well, no matter where you find yourself working, you're usually going to find a jerk somewhere. I said, you want to let him? I said, man, if he's pointing you out and deliberately giving you a hard time, I said, you let daddy know, and I won't come down there and have a talk with him. So, you know, that's, that's just what daddies do. May not be the Christian attitude, but that's what daddies do. But anyway, uh, something he said, he's like, you know, I want to talk to others about the Lord, but he said, I feel like I got to clean myself up first before I can. I said, no. I said, that's not how it works. I said, if I had to wait till I cleaned myself up before I could preach, or, or try to, to be used by the Lord, I would never, ever be able to even go to the church. I mean, much less preach or tell anybody about Jesus. I said, Jesus wants you just the way you are, and he will use you in a tremendous way. That's one thing, you know, that's what we're talking about in our study in Hebrews in regards to Noah and Abraham and, and these great men of faith and David. And, and you see uh, even Paul and Peter, you know, you see all these individuals in the Bible, all their, their weaknesses and all their downfalls, but yet God still used them in a very mighty way. The point is there's none righteous, no, not one. Nobody's perfect. But you see, God doesn't expect you to be way up here spiritually. He just wants you to be you. All right, you come to church. You know, a lot of people say, "Well, I can come to church. You don't know what I've said and what I've done, and and, I, and I, the walls will cave in." Man, put that garbage behind you. That's just the old devil trying to keep you out of church, and um, you know because there's no way to ever 
you'll never get yourself to a point where you think you're good enough to come to church or good enough to talk about Jesus. You're just going to have to realize, hey, God loves me just as I am, and I just want to go out there and do the best I can. That's all God wants you to do. You know, that's what, something my own father told me growing up in school and things. You know, you just do the best you can, and I'll be proud of you. That's what God wants you to do. He don't expect you to be some on some spiritual high mountain and, and, and meeting a level of perfection before he'll accept you. He just wants you to do the best you can, and he loves you despite your weaknesses and downfalls. And so that's what we have to uh, to understand in these situations. Well, anyway, Christian in, the, in Pilgrim's Progress, he's navigating through all these trails. There's, there's some pitfalls. There's some things where he messes up at. But finally, he gets to Calvary. And when he gets to Calvary, that that uh, that, that backpack, uh, if you will, that burden has been removed off of his back. All right? So that's where... Um, uh, John Bunyan says, uh, he, he writes here, uh, I don't have it for a slide, but he said, um, uh, the, where the journey, it doesn't, doesn't necessarily end right there, okay, when he gets to the cross, but it says, then he stood still for a while to look with wonder and amazement, for it was so surprising to him that the sight of the cross should accomplish the release of his burden. Therefore, he looked again and again until, again, even until inward springs of water flowed down his cheeks. Now, as he stood looking and weeping, behold, three shining ones approached and saluted him with benediction. Let peace be upon you. So the first shining one said to him, your sins have been forgiven. The second stripped Christian of his rags and clothed him with complete change of garment. The third set a mark upon his forehead and gave him a scroll with a seal on it, which he directed and should be looked at as he ran and handed it upon arrival to the gates of the celestial city. And so, um, and of course, it goes on from there, talking about the, the angel who's meeting the spiritual needs and addresses certain things, giving my God to instruct him. And that's what Christ, that's what our Bibles is, is to, uh, to instruct us, to guide us, uh, if you will, uh, in the right direction. Uh, in our lives, to help us navigate uh, in our um, uh, in our lives, because without God's word, you know, that's why I always say I like that acronym for Bible: basic basic instructions before leaving Earth. This is our map. This is our guide, so that we can avoid the the many pitfalls and the wrong trails and paths in our lives. And as Christians. Even though, in fact, John Bunyan followed up with this uh, using a woman, uh, Christ, Christiania, I think I said he said it. But anyway, and that's another thing, too. If you ever read Pills Progress, be sure there's a, I've got the, um, uh, there's, um, uh, uh, I can't remember the name, what it says. But anyway, Pills Progress, if you get the original copy, it is very, very difficult to read. But they have a version that is, uh, uh, you know, that is very, uh, more like today's language, and it's very it helps you in, in that uh, in that study. So I, I want to encourage you to get that or read that. I think it's very important. Uh, but you know that's just it. You know once we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior, all that that burden, all those things we've been carrying around, and we come to the cross, it has been taken off our backs. It has been removed. We have been set free. And when those rags, just as we read about Christian and Pilgrim's Progress, have been removed and a new clothing been put upon him, uh, that a mark placed upon his head you know as christians we are we have a mark upon our heads uh, to me i feel like i literally have a mark on me uh, i have these these moles on my face that literally 
make a cross on my face. Well, you can't see it because of my beard, but it literally makes, a, if you connect the dots, <laughs> it's, the, it's the only moles on my face. It's almost like the Lord uh, branded that there. And I told you about when I was in the Air Force, nobody knew who I was. I had no desire to be in the ministry. Nobody knew that my dad was a pastor. You know, we all uh, there in the barracks and you know, we just, you know, you talk unless you're spoken to, you know, you don't really say much of anything. And also in the middle of the night, one, uh, one of the nights there, they come got me and I thought, man, I, th I thought I'd done something that's going to beat the crap out of me. But uh, they said, uh, uh, would you pray over us? And, I, you know, that's always stuck out of my head. I thought, what what did they see that, I, you know, that they approached me? And so that's what I'm saying. I think there was a mark on you as a Christian that you can't see, but others around you can. And they know that you open your mouth, that you're saved and that you're a Christian. And uh, so my point in all this, you know, I, my first one thing to encourage you to read Pilgrim's Progress, great book. Again, you want to get the version that's like today's language. Otherwise, you're going to lose interest real quick. Uh, but, um, but the fact is, just like Christian, we're all on a path. We're all on a walk. Sometimes we get uh, uh, distracted uh, by the the old devil, and sometimes we may stumble and take the wrong path. And it's easy to, to beat yourself up and say, well, you know, if I was a Christian, I wouldn't have done this. If I was a Christian, I wouldn't have said that. You don't do that because we're all fallible. We all mess up. There's nothing righteous on no one. We're, nobody's perfect, all right? Everybody messes up. Trust me. As I've told you before, I feel like I'm the, I'm the last person in the world that should be up here on a pulpit preaching, telling anybody about anything. But know that you are forgiven. And God is all-knowing. Remember, when you sin, it's not a surprise. It ain't like you mess up and God goes, oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. I never saw it coming. I mean, remember, God is all-knowing and all-powerful, all right? He, he is omniscient. He's omnipresent. He, he knows past, present, future. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. But guess what? He loves you despite your mistakes and your shortcomings. And so all we can do is ask for forgiveness, try to learn from that experience, and try to do better the next time. You know, and uh, sometimes we get in that vicious circle of uh, forgiveness, mess up, forgiveness, mess up. And, you know, it, it gets, you know, it, it's easy to, to be caught in that trap. But we've got to try to learn and keep going forward. The Christian walk is not an easy one. Sometimes you have those mountain peaks where, you know, it's just great. But a lot of times it's in those valleys and it's a lot of work and it's hard. And it's difficult. But realize you are not alone as a Christian. Even though you, we may times in our lives we may stray a little bit but we know that we have given our hearts to Jesus Christ we we got to get right on the right back on the right path so that we can uh, just as Christian even though he messed up he finally made it to Calvary and, and we finally went to the celestial city one day you know we we were going to you know those who are saved we've already been to Calvary one day we're going to make it to the celestial city we're going to make it to heaven we're going to be there for all of eternity but for those who aren't saved you'll be judged for every sin that you've ever done and you will spend an eternity in hell. That's just the way it is. There's no purgatory. There's no praying you into heaven. No, there's no praying you out of hell. It's your decision of where you want to spend eternity. And you better start thinking about that because I have a feeling this is going to be coming a whole lot sooner than later. So you better have yourself prepared. Let us have a word of prayer. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us on our daily walk and journey as Christians. Lord, help us to stay on the right path, the right course. Let us serve you well and uh, in our minds, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, let us uh, uh, to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. 
Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us this day. Be with our nation. I pray that you will uh, touch the hearts and minds of these wicked people trying to burn our Bibles, Lord, that you will, they will come to know you before it's too late. You'll bring healing and peace upon our land. And let our police officers know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our president. Give him wisdom and protection and uh, uh, understanding these difficult times. Lord, I will lift up our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Linda Feathers, and Ron Thompson, and Thelma, and uh, Angela Presnell, and Sarah. I pray that you'll be the young man, Nate, from Daniel Boone High School, who's trying to recover from this uh, terrible accident. Uh, Lord, I pray to be with all the kids who are trying to, uh, and parents too, who are trying to understand this new way of uh, learning with this online education and the teachers, the structural assistants as well. Lord, we thank you, we love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure and honor. Uh, Greg Nutter says, awesome hat, timely message as well. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Mr. Greg. I appreciate those kind words. Joshua Arnold said, amen. So thank you, Joshua. I appreciate that. Any, any goods the Lord's and the mistakes are all mine. <laughs> so, well, if you want to share these devotions and you're on social media and you're, you got friends or family on social media, they can find me at Dr. Young 77 If you're out and about and, and uh, you run into somebody and say, hey, you got to watch these devotions, well, I don't do social media. Well, hey, you can find me on the website at flbconline.com uh, or YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And remember, on the, if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes. Free of charge, audio only, but it, well, I upload all of the sermons, all of our devotions. I, I know a lot of people said you know, when they were working out, they wish they had some way to uh, to listen to the to the sermons. Well, there you go. You've got audio right there. You can listen to every sermon that Dad or I preach or guest speaker has. I'll put all that on uh, uh, on the uh, podcast there, so definitely check that out. So thank you, Mr. Miller. He said great message, so thank you, Lee. I appreciate those kind words. That's very nice of you. Well, again, uh, I'm going to try to make a decision. Uh, I'll try to put an announcement out here before uh, everybody goes to bed this evening. I'm going to try to uh, make a decision uh, at what time I'm going to have to change the time of the devotions because the 715, uh, the school starting back, my wife going back to work, it, it is, it's, not, it's not working. It's just uh, uh, it's causing friction in my home. <laughs> so we didn't want to have to uh, uh, cause, we want to have to make some changes. And so I'm leaning towards an earlier time, maybe around 630. So uh, be looking for that, but I'll try to let everybody know uh, for the end of the day today. So thanks for watching. Hope everybody has a blessed day and a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless. Mm -hmm.